I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays. Today we're exploring two cities in Texas, Dallas and Fort Worth. Texas is a huge state. In fact, it's larger than any European country. It's home to nearly 29 million people and 16 million cattle. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking all about two cities in this massive state, Dallas and Fort Worth. Dallas is the ninth largest city in the US and the third largest in Texas. It's home to five sports teams, including the famous Dallas Cowboys, and over 200 golf courses. It's also home to America's largest arts district with 19 blocks of museums, venues and galleries. Fort Worth is the 13th largest city in the United States. It used to be an important trading post for cowboys, but it's now a modern city with outdoor festivals, including an annual food and wine festival, which caught my eye, NASCAR racing and, of course, some rodeos. So to tell us all about Dallas and Fort Worth, we're joined by Peter, our CMO, who is there in September on a familiarisation trip with American Airlines and World Travel Centre. So how was the fam trip, Peter? It was uh, very, very good. Um, I suppose Dallas is probably not one of those destinations that immediately spring to mind when you think of uh, places to go um, or uh, bucket lists. Um, but it it is a really really interesting place. So yeah, as you as you mentioned, we were um, guests of American Airlines. Um, they've just introduced their service uh, this year for the first time, direct service um, Dublin to Dallas, um, and it's 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 gone really well for them. They're actually extending it next year. Oh really? Into um, uh, October, I think, because um, we were on one of the last flights going out at the end of September. Mm. So it's been very very successful. Um, um, outbound and inbound from um, Americans and it's a great kind of um, connection mm-hmm. uh, destination as well to other parts um, I suppose more on the west coast but yeah we we um, flew over into Dallas Fort Worth and it's, I, I I guess like most Irish people wouldn't appreciate the significance of Dallas Fort Worth being mm-hmm. one word as in an airport because it is seen as yeah it's two different cities mm. but they're so close to each other they're like 50 kilometres apart yeah, or something they're nearly but not quite together but they are very distinctive mm. um, and like you're going to Dallas but you're going to Fort Worth as well mm. um, and it is as big and interesting as Dallas itself so we flew in um, it was about a, a nine hour flight um, and, and, and the American Airlines we got um, premium econ- economy which is uh, definitely makes the trip a little bit easier. It's kind <laughs> of the, the, so. the seats are a, a bit wider. Mm. So instead of maybe having four in a row, you have three in a row. So you can kind of extend backwards and yeah. forwards and sideways. <laughs> it's def- and it's not, that, it's not that much more expensive than the economy. So it's worth paying a few extra bob. If you have a long flight. It's on a long flight, mm. yeah. Um, so yeah, so we arrived um, there late in the evening and we got a 90 minute uh, transfer. Uh, out of Dallas, we went down to a place called the Wildcatter Ranch. Oh, nice. So we didn't see any of it when we were arriving, really, because it was dark. Mm. Um, but we saw, obviously, the, the, the make of the hotel and that. And it's really like going back in time. It's, you know, it used to be a ranch, um, a functioning ranch. A lot of the hotel rooms are, you know, they're, they're furnished in a very kind of old style way. Gas. And there's, you're literally in the middle of nowhere. That's what I was going to say. Is it in the middle of nowhere? Look, obviously you were, you were arrived in the dark, so you... We, you know, I didn't appreciate no how in the middle of nowhere it was <laughs> arriving in the dark. Uh, but the next morning you kind of get up and you take a stroll out and it's literally, you know, it, it's... it's uh, 
nothing around except fields and it's a ranch itself um, lots of activities which I'll get into a bit but it's a real authentic feel to mm. you know how a ranch used to be um, so we when we were there the first thing we did we met some of those cattle yes. <laughs> the long, <laughs> long horns. horns yeah they brought us down to see them and like it, they're, they're aptly named they're, they're, the horns are absolutely huge mm. on these guys Um but they're very, well, at least under the supervision of the, the cowboy that we were with, <laughs> they were quite friendly. So they allow, allow you to feed the, the longhorns. They have these kind of pellets that you give and you literally take one in your hand and you feed it into the mouth. Just one? They, well, no, few. As many as you wanted, really. <laughs> the, they have no uh, is it, They have no lower teeth. Um, but they have some um, upper teeth, so they can't really Sorry. bite you. You can feel it a bit. They kind of, <laughs> the jaw comes down on your finger, but, the but, horns are but they're not going to bite you. your finger off. <laughs> but they're huge, like, and you can see them kind of jostling for this. You know how they? I asked them the the guy who was showing us around, do they ever injure each other? Mm. Because the horns are so big, and when they move their neck from side to side. They kind of, you know, uh, brush up against each other. But he said, you know, they never actually hurt anybody, hmm. but they can hurt a human very, very quickly. I'd say so <laughs> if you anger one. Yeah. Even if you're just like close to one of them and it just whips its head quickly. Mm. The horns are so big that they can flash around and kind of hit you very quickly. So you have to be very conscious yeah. of where oh their horns are <laughs> and not get distracted <laughs> with just feeding them. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta be you gotta be alive to that, don't you? Yeah, just in definitely. case you do. But they were really it's really interesting to see up up close and you know see what they're like and um, see like from again an Irish point of view how unusual. Yeah, you uh, don't really see any cattle with the no and like that. No, here. I've never seen anything with it. So we kind of spent a bit of time with them, um, and then the Wildcat Ranch itself has got lots of different activities on. I mean, it can be for couples, for families, for groups. They do different kind of conferences there and weddings. It's kind of a, you know, a resort in itself. Mm. So they brought us to, to feed the Longhorns and then they brought us uh, clay pigeon shooting, which was great fun. Yeah. Interesting. Um, How did you fare at it? Um, well, I'm not one to boast, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> you were good, if there sorry. was medals being handed out. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't. There was but number one trophies handed yeah. out. We, we she had, uh, I think, five shots each. Um, I, I missed the first, got the next two, missed the fourth and got the fifth. So not too bad. That's not bad. Yeah, but it was really good fun. And like you could do various packages mm. um, with them um, and various competitions. And, you know, he, he, you can use different guns as well. So it, we, we are just using the normal kind of, you know, the uh, rifle. Rifles. Um, but it, it, really good fun. Um, then they brought us to uh, Tomahawks. So we were trying hatchets at a at a, a target, which was extremely difficult. It is. It's not as easy <laughs> as, it, as it might look. I don't no. think it looks easy either. No. But I've, I tried it before as well and it, it is really tough. No, it is. No, I don't, can't say it's something I've tried. Only one of the guys, um, Elaine, that was with us, managed to get the... the the tomahawk to stick in the target the rest of us failed miserably the thing is if <laughs> we tried we tried if you get it once if you get the action and the the snap yeah and you do it once you'll be able to continue doing it yeah it's it's like when you're doing it wrong you'll keep doing it wrong yeah until you find that but you need like it took me nearly an hour to get to get one in yeah and then, then our time was up I was no just get the just when I got it I'd say some of us had been there all day we would have never mm. got it <laughs> Um, but it's good fun again and then we did some archery which is good fun too and oh, again if you're spending archery, more yeah. time there you can kind of you know have different kind of uh, ranges that you're shooting the arrows at and you can kind of get you know and just enjoy it and then we did we went down to a stable stable horses there mm. 
various category of horses from the guys that are there kind of on pasture and, you know, they're just taking it easy to the guys that they actually you can um, get on, go on various trails with them um, around the ranch. Um, So we just went in and kind of meet and greet the horses. But meet and greet the horses. Basically, yeah, they're very friendly. (laughs) Most of them are very friendly. One or two we are are advised to kind of, you know, keep your distance from. They like their space. Yeah. Um, but again, if you're into horses, you know, it's a great mm. place to go. You can go on a trail. Some people go down for two or three days and go on two or three different trails. Mm. Okay. You know, you can get out for half the day or most of the day even. Um, you kind of got a bit, bit of um, something for everybody. Um, and then back to the kind of the, the, the restaurant and the full restaurant there. And, you know, it, it's, as I said, the resorts in itself, very different. Um, it's kind of authentic ranch experience. Mm. Um that yeah, you have to go to America to get. This is it. <laughs> or, no such thing here. No, no. So that was a great, a different start. Like you wouldn't have thought, I'm going to Dallas and Fort Worth. And, I'll go yeah. chill on a ranch for a go night. Go chill on a ranch, yeah. So it's different. I said it's about 90 minutes from the airport, so mm-hmm. not too bad. And then we moved on um, into um, Dallas. We moved to Uptown. We were staying at the uh, Canopy by Hilton, which is a really, really nice kind of contemporary hotel overlooking um, the Dallas skyline. And... We went, we kind of checked in there, hung around a bit. Then we went into um, the Reunion Tower, which is probably one of the most iconic um, you know, structures or buildings that you will see on the Dallas skyline. It's that one that kind of goes, you know, just vertically up and there's a kind of a, a globe on the top of it. OK, yeah. OK. Um, and it was um, to renovate it um, recently enough. So apparently it stands at 560 feet tall. So when you go in and you go up in the lift, it's straight up. When you come out, we, it was just dusk. When we were um, in, on top of it, so you could see the sun setting oh, over wow. the Dallas skyline. Yeah, it's gorgeous. If you're not into heights, it's not for you because <laughs> you're literally walking around this kind of globe at the top of a long kind of popsicle stick, as it kind of seems. <laughs> and you're looking straight down kind of vertically. Amazing. So what, all the floor is glass? Yeah, well, you're on the edge kind ah. of, so you can kind of look down over glass. Amazing. And, um, but it gives you a fantastic view of the city mm. um, and you can kind of do a 360 on it, walk right around, see the whole kind of, you know, um, panoramic, la- view, of yeah, panoramic view of of Dallas itself and then kind of the surrounding areas as well. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Highly recommend it. Not if you don't like heights. <laughs> <laughs> and then we moved on to you're obviously in, 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 in uh, Dallas, you're in Texas, so it's country kind of town. We moved on to a restaurant um, called Rustic. I don't know if people who are into country and music um, will know uh, Pat Green. Apparently, he's the owner of these and several of them. It was an outside kind of um, experience with live country music playing and um, kind of, you know, uh, the the food was all, you know, very heavily meat. Red <laughs> steak. Barbecue type. Of Barbecue, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but real authentic. Um, and like outside, we, that was late September. You could Outside is not a problem. It's still very, very warm. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of the, the, the first day kind of put in. Um, and the second day then we started, um, we got a tour of the city on, on this with this company called eFrogs. And eFrogs is basically a small little vehicle that, you know, it holds uh, two by two by two. It can be six people and then the driver up front. If if you saw it from afar, you would nearly think he was pedaling it, but it's not. It's motorized, <laughs> but it's very distinctive and colorful. And pretty much when you're going by, everybody's looking at you, taking a double take. on <laughs> What are they driving? Or what is that? <laughs> but it's very kind of slow. So he kind of brings you around and tells you all about the, you know, the history of, of the various parts of, of the um, city. 
Um, and, you know, you can stop and kind of get out and walk around and it's just chilled out. And it's, it's very good. It's, I think it's $25 for an hour. It's really good. It's it more is. than enough time to get a really good feel of the city. Mm. Um, so we started, he picked us, picked us up um, at our hotel and then he dropped us um, at probably, for me anyway, and a lot of the, the, the group's highlight of the trip was the um, Sixth Floor Museum at uh, Dealey Plaza. Now, for anybody not familiar with Dealey Plaza, it's obviously got a very strong connection to JFK. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's where JFK was, was shot. But amazingly, uh, you know, because that was, uh, what, 63 that he was um, assassinated. They've left it exactly the same as it was back then. The actual building itself, the book depository mm. and outside it as well. You've got the grassy knoll is exactly yeah. the same as it was. <laughs> You've got the roads that he turned down to get onto the motorway exactly the same. So you can go down and, you know, go behind the fence on the grassy knoll and you can see where the car was coming around and the conspiracy theories that <laughs> and, and you can go to the book depository right up to the window. Mm. And they've they've actually kind of they still have the boxes uh, as they were when when they went up and, and looked at it. But when I was up there and a lot of the others, you're going, OK, a car is moving around this corner. You have a rifle and the angle. Mm. And then you go to the grassy knoll and then you go. You say it was more than one shooter here. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> They've marked the two X's in the road. The two X's being the points where he was shot, the first mm. shot and the second shot. Um, but it's just an eerie feeling to I'd be kind of so. in such a historic place. Um, and the museum is really good because they bring you through the whole build up and lead up to the assassination, what was going on in America at the time, the various kind of um, troubles that he was having, you know, what was going on in, in Cuba and mm. all of that kind of uh, macro uh, political picture. And they kind of bring you up and they show you like who, who it could have been, the various enemies, and he had a lot of them. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> um, and so you're kind of given all the you know, historical background, you can kind of make up your own decision. Along with the conspiracies, but it sounds... Along, mm. as a, along with the conspiracies. Mm. But just being there, it just feels like you're like surrounded by history. Yeah. It's mm. such a historical place. And for them to have kept it exactly the same as it was, I think, you know, it's, it's a testament to how important an event it was. Yeah. Which, you know, progress hasn't, you know, kind of steamrolled over that. So that is definitely a highlight for any trip to Dallas, uh, you know, is to go to the Dealey Plaza and see um, where JFK was assassinated. Was it busy? Was it, was it uh, you know, way, were, were there big queues getting up to the... Uh, no, there, there wasn't big queues. The museum itself now was quite busy because mm. you're kind of, you, you put on the, the headphones and you're brought through various stages and mm. you're kind of walk through it. They talk you through it. Um, it's all automated. Um, and there was kind of small groups around it. Like it, it takes you... You could spend a half a day there, no problem at okay. all. Like, I think we spent about two hours and, you know, we were kind of going through things quickly enough. You could easily spend a half a day there, kind of just soaking it Absorbing up. Absorbing it all. Absorbing it, yeah. And then outside on, on, on the on the road, you can see kind of people milling around and taking photos. Okay. Um, and is, is that guided as well out on the grassy knoll? No, that guided or it's not guided, but you have people, random people coming up to you saying, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can insight. tell you the history, okay. I, you know, I can show you around, I won't charge anything. So, but we <laughs> gracefully declined and said, no, thank you, and mm. kind of figured it out for ourselves. But I think, yeah, it's just like this, the, the, the history part of it is, is, is so interesting. I'd highly recommend a, yeah. a visit to it and you spend as sort of easily a half a day there. 
So we went kind of from that, you know, full of conspiracies in our own heads. <laughs> we went down to a place called Deep Elm um, and to a place called Pekin Lodge, um, which is... Uh, if you like barbecue, this is the place um, to go to <laughs> in Dallas. It was just amazing. They had, uh, they, they have, they, they smoke the meats and they smoked them beside you there. So you can kind of see this kind of room uh, just filled with smoke and all of the kind of meat comes out to it, out from it. They had uh, brisket, beef ribs, pork ribs, pulled pork. And yeah. my personal favourite was the handmade sausage. It was just like, you can imagine the portions now were yeah. significant, <laughs> significant. Um, but and so we just we we stayed there for an hour and a half or whatever having lunch. But it's an amazing experience. The food is, is absolutely beautiful, um, and it's well known within Dallas as being one of the best places to go. Interesting. Um, Pekin Lodge in Deep Elm. So you know uh, when we were there, as I said it was quite warm too. So it, it was not as if you could kind of walk that off really in the no. heat. <laughs> you can't. You need really. to lie down after. <laughs> <a couple laughs> Yeah, well, you could go Sweat to one of the, in, you know, an indoor kind of mall or whatever and walk it off, but you wouldn't be walking outside because yeah. no. it's just too warm. It doesn't really start to cool down. Now, I believe it was a bit warmer than usual when we were there in mm. late September. It cooled down into kind of uh, mid-20s into October. Um, so if you were going during the summer, I can imagine the heat would be intense. The humidity as well. Yeah, yeah. it is a fairly uh, hot place to go. So we... Um, Went then um, after that in the evening, went to a place called Bishop's Arts District. You mentioned their kind of mm-hmm. the arts kind of side of it. Um, Huge we, arts district. Yeah, we went to a place called Tillman's Roadhouse, uh, which was again, you know, another restaurant. The restaurants and the food generally. It sounds were, like there was a good lot of eating on this trip. The culinary <laughs> part of it was a big thing, uh, I have to say, much bigger than maybe you would think. Mm. Um, there's a lot going on there and especially like, you know, if you're. Uh, not a vegetarian. <laughs> I would say if you're a vegetarian, you know, it's slightly different kind of view. I mean, the case for everybody, obviously. Mm. But, um, it's a meat lover's but, paradise. Yeah, it absolutely is because mm. it's got like barbecue and the kind of Tex-Mex kind of influences there as well. Yeah. Mm. Yum. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was very, very nice. So then the kind of last place we, we kind of w- visited on the way out of Dallas was then was the AT&T uh, Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't a match on. I'm sure if there was, we wouldn't have got in. <laughs> but it's an amazing stadium. It's kind of it's sunk down in to the, the ground. So uh, when you go in, the actual pitch is you know nearly kind of below uh, ground level. Ground level. Yeah, yeah. And we 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 went on around on a tour, um, and it's it's an absolutely uh, amazing stadium. It has the biggest um, you know TV screen in the world, and it's effectively. Uh, um, hanging off the ceiling, suspended oh kind of in there. I think it's the biggest suspended TV in the world. It's just absolutely huge. Yeah, I read that if you you could if you put the Statue of Liberty inside the stadium and close, you could close the dome over yeah, it. Like yeah. it's massive. You know, it is. Wow. It's, it's hard to kind of yeah. understand the scale of it. Um, and then we went to the uh, got a tour of the dressing rooms um, and the the. The team's dressing rooms and the cheerleaders have a dressing room themselves as well. The first professional yeah. cheerleading squad. Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. That mm-hmm. would be they would be iconic as well. Yeah, definitely. But they have all the pictures of all the cheerleaders. Oh, when really? you go in, so yeah, you can good. see who the current crop are. And you go into the dressing room, they all have their own locker, and you can see whose locker it is. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know them, obviously, but <laughs> you should have done your some, research. I'm surprised you, didn't, surprised you didn't do your research, Peter. 
Yeah, but I was surprised that they did, like they're obviously a big thing there, you know, mm, kind huge. of their own brand in itself. And then we went, they allow you onto the pitch as well. You can kind of just walk around. Roman takes some selfies. Yeah. yeah, so we got loads of pictures there um, and walked around. Obviously, it's a very, it's a massive franchise. Um, and it's probably one of the most successful franchises in the NFL. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the stadium, the stadium itself is quite a bit outside the the city. I didn't think it would be. That's what I was going to ask you. Was it like? Yeah, and there's no uh, real public transport there, so everybody drives. So you've got like the car parks, are, you know, a huge amount of car parks. But then, like, it's a day out, isn't it, when yeah. they go to a game? And sure, it takes what, five hours or so for a game. Yeah, so like yeah. it's a. Um, Serious day. I think that's what they do. An awful lot of them drive out to the game. Yeah. And, and they have, have food and stuff in there. Yeah, exactly. Booth, yeah. yeah. Make a big out of their booth. Yeah. yeah. Drinking food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I'd say on, on match day, it would be absolutely amazing. But as a stadium itself, like it's one of the best stadiums I've seen. Yeah. Um, compared to the maybe the, the European soccer stadiums. Um, definitely on a par um, with those. So that was interesting too to, to, to see that. And then we kind of went off to Fort Worth, which is a different city. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you might think it's an extension of Dallas and it's not. So we went down there um, on the um, Saturday um, and then we went into... It's kind of like going back in time to a certain extent because where we were um, staying is a place called the Stockyards and it's like cowboy town. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So you've got kind of uh, all these uh, people walking around in, you know, cowboy uh, kind Old of outfit. saloons and stuff. And yeah, you, you kind of, we went into, um, we met this, this our kind of guide, Irene, in uh, Sundance Square um, and Fort Worth and Sundance Square from Sundance, yeah, um, you know that was iconic for, you know, those kind of old cowboys kind mm. of hanging around back in the day. <laughs> uh, apparently, they like Fort Worth a lot, so they never actually robbed anything there. Um, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, yeah. they kind of just used to hang around there. They liked the food, they liked the drink, and they liked whatever else. <laughs> um, but they never ca- caused much uh, hassle there. But they, they would have been known, kind of well known around that kind of part of the world. Mm. And it's uh, yeah, it's famous famous for it. So in the stockyards, they have this kind of cattle drive uh, twice a day where they get they clear the road and they get the longhorns out, yeah. and they walk them uh, down the road like and you get the cowboys on either side, you know. And again, they're huge and standing beside them, um, you know, it kind of <laughs> makes you respect and <laughs> not want to go anywhere near them. But it's the authentic cowboy experience. Mm. Um, and then just besides the kind of where they have the um, the the cattle drive, they have the um, the Cowtown Coliseum, which is kind of home of the rodeo. Um, Cowtown Coliseum, what yeah, a name for it! Yeah, yeah Cowtown <laughs> Coliseum. Apparently, it's built in in, in 1908 and site of the first uh, world's first indoor rodeo. Um, so we went we we went in there and uh, to a rodeo, and is is what do you expect? Like you know, it's just. The, the skill of the guys on the horses was amazing. Um, and they had the, you know, the where they uh, race down at 100 miles an hour, uh, get off and release the, the cow. Um, they race down in a horse behind them and they have to lasso them. Yeah. Gas. So they had, the, they had the guys and they had the girls uh, both doing it. So when the guys do it, they race down, they uh, throw the rope, they lasso uh, or hope to um, the 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 cow the, um, or the calf, they pull it in and they tie it up, 
Um, and, you know, some of them do it and like do it in 10 seconds. Like, you mm-hmm. know, the speed is amazing. The girls don't have to do quite the same. They just have to uh, lasso. They don't have to get off and kind of tie it up because it's very brutal as well. Yeah. And you're seeing them, you know, tackle the, the, the animal and, you know, tie it up really quickly. Uh, but just the speed and skill and the horses, it was amazing. I'd say so. And these are just normal cattle, not yeah, long yeah. horny cattle or anything. No. no. I was, not, I was yeah. thinking how to get they the lassie around the long horn. They would horns. be off the smaller. Like they would be, uh, let's say, calves. Like, um, I don't know the technical term for them, but they were smaller. But they were fast. <laughs> <laughs> Very fast. Yeah. Um, and the place was packed. Like, the rodeo was packed. I said that was a good experience. It was. Yeah, so. yeah, really, again, authentic. You're getting, like, it hasn't changed over the years at yeah. all, mm. the rodeo, pretty much. Um, and they have various kind of pieces going on there. So we could only stay for half it because we had to go um, out to dinner. Um, and we went to this place called Billy Bob's Texas. <laughs> um, the Billy Bob's Texas is, I don't know what image that kind of throws up. But barbecue. It was especially this huge, gigantic kind of like warehouse type place um, with lots of kind of country music going on, lots of people standing and just, you know, soaking up the music and dancing. And then kind of food kind of places or, you know, areas behind it. And the food, um, you know, again, was... Flesh <laughs> yeah. and meaty. Yeah, yes, it was. So a consistent team here with the food, <laughs> <is a> good, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, and, but it was just huge. And apparently it's one of the places to go to. Um, but again, it's very authentic. And this was a Saturday night we were there. So it was local it's Saturday hopping. night in town. It was absolutely hopping. <laughs> absolutely. They were kind of, they were queuing up to get in. People going in after the rodeo. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, before it, during it, after <laughs> it. Um, and one of the things that, like, yeah, a lot of people might notice, but I didn't notice, like, when you're in the States, you have to bring ID everywhere. Mm. So, you know, you might look over 21. <laughs> you might look a lot over 21. But it doesn't matter. They still we asked for ID. They, they, yeah, well, um, our, our guide had to kind of negotiate our way in because I had left my passport in the hotel. Because you don't want to bring it out because you might lose it, yeah. like, you know. So I didn't have one of the small little kind of, you know, um, credit card type IDs. So we got in anyway. But generally speaking, you do need ID regardless yeah. of what age you are. I've had people in America laugh at my guard ID because they don't think it looks legitimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know <laughs> What's how this flimsy you, card? Yeah. How do you know what is But But you do need it. I don't think it's it's, easy, it's even some, so much for how old you are. It's who are you? Okay, yeah. Mm. So, it's, yeah. so it's security and the, yeah. the security yeah, conscious. Yeah. yeah, there was quite a bit of security there. Um, but we didn't see any, you know, trouble. It was always, um, so it looked like lots of good fun. People just out on a Saturday night having good fun. Yeah. Um, and then we went kind of down to a, a, a bar after that. And again, it was, it was what you would think it was just filled with, you know, uh, cowboy kind of cowgirl honky tonk music you know um, local beers and just really good crack yeah um, so, and it was just a Saturday night so we kind of perfect timing when you get out because you can see every everybody in all their um, glory <laughs> <laughs> and, and dancing you, is a big thing as well obviously and you, you were a group of was it just Irish on it yeah uh, just Irish just yeah. Irish yeah, and yeah. many of the six was it uh, there was about eight of us eight of us so eight Irish plonked in the middle of all the <laughs> yeah, cowboys yeah. and cowgirls yeah <laughs> I'd what say, yeah, we, we probably did, might have stood out a little bit. Yeah. I <laughs> not <laughs> say so. Because there was no cowboy hats or boots or yeah, some jeans, all right. But <laughs> yeah, you probably tell we weren't locals. I'd say <laughs> so. Um, so that was great. So and the next day then we went up to Fort Worth is, is actually the last place that JFK was before he went um, to Dallas. And he gave um, his last speech there. So they have a memorial to JFK there um, in the spot where he gave gave the speech. And it 
uh, it's you know again a, a very another historical place and we drove around then on the um, Sunday morning uh, there's so many amazing museums as well in Fort Worth mm. um, as in Dallas and very different types of museums again so if you have the time we didn't have time now to go in and exploring them but if you have the time you know, you could spend uh, a good day just wandering around. And the great thing about the museums is they're indoor. <laughs> <laughs> all that air conditioning. All air conditioned <laughs> and all, all very kind of, you know, uh, comfortable because when you go back out again, the kind of heat does hit you. And then our final place to go was, uh, so Speedway is a massive thing um, down there. And they have a Texas Motor Speedway, which is America's apparently uh, second largest, no, America's second largest sports and entertainment facility. Wow. It's about 20 miles uh, outside of uh, Fort Worth. Um, and when we were there, there was something small going on, but nothing big. They were telling us like on a, on a NASCAR kind of weekend, they can have up to 200,000 people attend this facility. You can Jesus. imagine 200,000 people and that you get a feeling for the scale and the size yeah. of it. It's huge. And again, they have car parks, you know, massive car parks around because you can't get there by really, you know, public train transport. or probably buses, obviously. Yeah, but no um, large scale public transport. And it's like a day out, you know, mm. and um, <coughs> they have, you know, again, the various levels. We were kind of shown a, a box um, where you overlook the track. Um, massive thing there, massive thing. Uh, the whole racing piece yeah. and Speedway and NASCAR and anything, um, the kind of, that, you know, to do with racing. Um, and again, I wouldn't have known that. No, a lot of petrol heads. A yeah. lot of petrol yeah. heads. Yeah. <laughs> so there's various things you can do, like in and around Dallas-Fort Worth, like there's a lot of different Sounds choices, you know, from the cultural, the museum, there's the food. And a historical bit, there's the kind of sports bit, you know. The cowboys and the honky tonks. And the cowboys, that, that you know, an experience uh, <laughs> yeah, in itself, just to kind of see it. Um, where, was, where was your favourite between Fort Worth or Dallas? They sound like two fairly different, different experiences. experiences. They yeah. are. And yeah. they're, they're both as, in, as, as enjoyable yeah. um, as one another. Um, the Fort Worth um, probably seemed a bit more chilled out. Mm. Um I don't know, it's because that was Sunday morning we were going mm. around the place um, or what it was like. And it's so different. Like you can go to the kind of the cultural part in the museums or down to, you know, the stockyards in Cowtown where it's very <laughs> authentic and original. Um, and, you know, what you see is what you get. So that it, you can go and go between different kind of um, experiences, experiences yeah. very, very quickly. Great combination, actually. Yeah, really. definitely. Um, yeah. And Dallas then is, you know, it's very contemporary, very modern. Um, and Big city feel. The, the big city feel. But, you know, lots to do and explore there as well. So, you know, I personally probably had I found Fort Worth um, more interesting. The only place in Dallas, obviously, that was the most interesting was the JFK, oh, JFK mm. kind of, uh, you know, live museum, as it were. Mm. Um, but I didn't know what to expect going over there um, to Dallas. You know, I, I knew the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> <laughs> JFK, and that was it. Didn't know much else. So it was a pleasant surprise to see that it's... Uh, you know, it's, there's a lot more to offer. Yeah. Um, and we started, as I said, with the Wildcatter Ranch as well. And that's, you know, completely off the beaten track. Yeah, they definitely got it uh, started on an interesting note. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. They continued it right the way through. And we were like, it's a real whistletop store we were there for. Like mm. we were there for, I think, for four nights and three days. So we didn't really have time to kind of really, you know, it's take going. the pedal off the gas and <laughs> enjoy it yeah. and relax. So if you're going there, like, obviously it's a long way to go, but you'd be kind of probably going for God, probably 10 days or more. Um, probably hire a car and drive around and really kind of soak up um, the, the cultural piece and the country piece. Yeah. 
How do you, how how do you get around if there's no public transport? Everybody drives. Everyone drives. Everybody <laughs> drives. Yeah. As you can imagine, the we had we had a great driver. Um, we had kind of a minibus, and she kind of there to collect us and drive us around. Uh, but like yeah, highways. Um, and very good highways, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. the, the volume of traffic is huge. But it all seems to move. Um, so we weren't like the traffic piece was was a consideration. But we got you know, you know to places reasonably quickly. Mm. That's not bad. Um, and we would have been driving it like um, in Friday and Saturday, busy enough times. We wouldn't have kind of been stuck in traffic. Really. Yeah, there was a lot of volume, but it was moving. A lot of volume, yeah, yeah. moving. But yeah, everybody drives everywhere. Yeah. Okay, um, just on to our listeners' question. I think I know what the answer is going to be, but um, uh, a Pat Duffy emailed in, and uh, either he or she, we're not sure, um, wants to know what's the number one thing to see or do in Dallas. Well, as I said, I think the most interesting thing to do is to go to the Dealey Plaza, yeah, and uh, the book depository and the grassy knoll, and you know, X marks the spot in the road to see all that to soak up history, yeah, to walk around it. To kind of you know, and and maybe build up when you, but before you're going over, look at some of the films about it. Look at some of the conspiracy theories on YouTube. There's lots of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a few episodes on Netflix about yeah. uh, about JFK. I feel that, like I watched a documentary about it. That, yeah. that would be yeah. a great thing to do before you go. Yeah. If you're going to go to Dallas, is mm. have a look up on the the history of it before mm. you go. I found something similar when I was in New York, and I you were saying about the you feel the history, yeah, of of the JFK experience. Yeah. In New York, when we were at the uh, Ground Zero, you could feel the history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously that's a more recent history than, than yeah. the JFK. Yeah. Um, but you could feel the history. I mean, it was you nearly can. overwhelming. No, you mm. can. So I, I'd imagine but what you were saying earlier about uh, about feeling the history of the JFK yeah. memorial. Yeah, yeah that, that no, sounds... It's an emotional, it is an emotional experience, definitely. Mm. Because yeah. I think for the Irish as well, they kind of, you know, the JFK would have been very close to the Irish. Mm. Yeah. So you could really, really feel it. But yeah, that was my favourite place by far. Great. Um, so there you go, Mr. or Mrs. Pat Duffy, sorry, <laughs> we don't know. Uh, they, there's your answer. Very good. Great. Thanks, Mel Peter. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Peter and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations that we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and our previous ones, please subscribe, rate it, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be talking all about Cologne in Germany. So until then, goodbye.